All righty. <laughs> we cannot start with that. Of course we can. Ugh. I am Tyler Lewis, um, and this is... Uh, your boy, Alex Ernst. Oh, I, hate, I hate that you said your boy. You slurped into the mic to start this. I still better than your boy. No, it's not. Anyway, uh, what's this, up, everyone? Welcome to Dormality. Welcome to Dormality, uh, the, the podcast. What episode are we on now? Oh, I don't know. Three? Season two. Season two, episode three, probably. Three, yeah. All right, uh, you want to tell, tell them the plan? Yeah, uh, so we've got three things planned. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about Shang-Chi, because we went to go see it, and spoiler alert, we loved it, so we're going to get into why. Yeah. Uh, I keep looking over here, because that's where I'm at, but I'm actually, the camera's over there. Do you want me to move it over here? I will move it over here to make you feel better. Oh, look. There we go. Oh, you can see everything. It's us! All right, anyway. So. Um, Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. And then we're going to talk about music. Uh-huh. Possible albums that are coming out next year. Um, yep. Because it's a loaded year. Coming out of the pandemic, everyone's releasing music. Mm-hmm. Followed by movies that are coming out next year. And that's probably going to be a very long talk. We're probably going to f- finish the podcast with that. Yeah. Um, in fact, if we don't finish the podcast with that, it's going to be a surprise to us. Because we have nothing else in our back pocket. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Let's start with Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Let's see. Give it out, out of... Uh, out, of- out of 13 bananas... How many would you give it? Eleven and a half. It's a lot of bananas. It's quite a lot of bananas. You gotta stop. You can't keep doing that. I love. My and audios. just like that, five listeners have clicked off because they're like, "No, nah, I'm not dealing with this." We only have six. Yeah, we, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We have one listener right now. Howdy, one listener. Hello, Kyle. I'm a big. Fan. <laughs> 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 oh, that's only funny to us and yeah. us alone. But Kyle might laugh. He might laugh. So, uh, do you want to just actually go out of 10, or are we doing but 13 bananas? I like 13 bananas. Alright. Uh, yeah, 11 and a half out of bananas out of 13. How many bananas would you give it? Um, I would also, I'd give it 11. Okay. Solid 11. Half of bananas. I do not think it's the best that the MCU has given us. However, it was refreshing because, you know, I can't remember the last time we had a truly, like, solo movie. Because... You know, like, even the last few solo movies, like, you know, Thor Ragnarok, that's the Hulk and Thor. Mm-hmm. And then you've got, you know, the Guardians is a team. And then, you know, of course, the last two Avengers movies. And even Spider-Man had, like, a home... I mean, I guess Far From Home was a solo. No, no. Because it had Nick, it had um, Sam Samuel Jackson and Nick Fury. Yeah, but he wasn't in for that He much. wasn't in for that much. And that's a good one. I like that one. So, but I don't know. But this kind of felt original, right? Yeah. Because uh, it didn't really have much to do with the snap and all that. They, they talk about it. Yeah, what I'll say, I think this movie had a lot riding on it. Like, I view this as the beginning of uh, chapter four of the MCU. I think... It's not, though. Yeah, I, yeah, I know it isn't, by all technicality, but I mean... Disney Plus shows are. Yeah, okay, movie-wise. Because here's the thing. Uh, Far From Home is kind of the epilogue of uh, Endgame. True. yeah. Black Widow is majority set in the past, yeah. and now I think Shang-Chi was our first movie fully in the future, and yeah. I think it had a lot riding on it as a, where does the MCU go from here? Yeah, I agree. Um, and I think it did very well, um, both like in the movie itself, as well as if you look at um, money-wise. Like, they were riding on this movie, because keep, keep in mind what they did with the last like seven Disney movies. They released them all on Disney Plus with a $30 fee, and then they did in theaters as well. In fact, that's why Scarlett Johansson is suing Disney. Uh-huh. But, like, 
they didn't do that with this movie. They had faith to put it right in theaters. You know, the pandemic is still technically going on, but it's, you know, we're at the point now where people are getting vaccinated or they're not getting vaccinated. We're not going to get into that. It's winding down. It's winding down. People are going back to theaters, is what I'm saying. Yeah. And, um, by all means, it made a lot of money. Like, it made enough money to where Disney has now, um, you know, like, they started doing things like Sony saw how successful it was and they moved, they had delayed Venom, the new Venom movie, and they moved it back. So now it's back, it's coming out October 1st. You know, they, they de-delayed some movies, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, which means that they had faith in that, you know, theaters are back. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. But the movie itself, um, obviously it, it does fall with some of the same pitfalls that all the Marvel movies do. Um, it did feel rushed at parts. Um, but, you know, it's an origin story. It's Marvel is a lot better at sequels. Yeah. Because they've already built their characters, and that's why the Spider-Man movies have done so good, the new ones, because they, you know, they forego the whole Uncle Ben thing because everyone knows everyone knows about it. And what I w- I'll say, you get a little bit of that sequel energy from the new Spider-Man movies because even though it is original to yeah. the M- the Marvel's MCU, you still have Andrew Garfield, you still have to- to- yeah. To- we'll get name? into more of that later because that that comes up in our last discussion. Oh, that's gonna bug me. What's his name? Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire. I didn't know if it was, remember if it was Tony Toby or Toby. frickin' Maguire. Yeah, I couldn't remember. Okay, shut it. The anyway, Spider-Man. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I really liked this movie. It did too. It was I, very enjoyable. I am a sucker for the more boots on the ground things. I adore uh, Winter Soldier. That's, it's in my top three. I really enjoyed Black Widow. I know a lot of people were not huge on, on Black Widow. I love Black Widow. I thought it was great. I thought it was really good. I don't think it's... I feel like people didn't... A lot of people don't like Black Widow as a character. Hmm. And so they didn't... And, you know, after the last two, they wanted something grandiose. And, like, that's not what Black Widow was going to be, ever going to no. be. Grandiose was... Or grandiose, yeah, in the ending, where they're, like, flying through the sky. But, like, it was supposed to be, like, a spy movie on the ground in Russia and things like that. And, like, that's what it was. And that's what they gave us. And that's what I loved. Mm-hmm. Um, but Shang-Chi, the action was phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, the choreography-wise, the fight scenes were amazing. Well, do you know why that is, right? Do you know who Shang-Chi is based off of? Uh, Bruce Lee. Yeah. Yeah. Did I tell you about You've the thing? you told me, probably. So, in uh, late in early 2000s, late 90s, um, around uh, before Brandon Lee, who is Bruce Lee's son, died, uh, tragically on the set of The Crow, mm-hmm. he was pegged to be the star of this new Shang-Chi TV show. Or movie. It was either going to be a TV show or a movie. They, they had the details are sketchy because it didn't really even reach past like the pre production phase. Um, but Brandon Lee was going to play it, and you know that's his son, so he was going to be Bruce. He was going to basically inherit the role that it was made after his father. Mm-hmm. Um, but then that never materialized because of his passing, and then they never found a replacement. A bunch of other things have happened, and then the reception to Iron Man three. Which mentions the Ten Rings mm-hmm. and tries to make him off as a um, like an Afghani terrorist group, which then turns out to be fake. Um, and people were like negative about that, but then they also liked the idea of having the Ten Rings in the MCU. Mm-hmm. So then they, you know, Marvel retconned it by re- releasing All Hail the King, which you know we I I'd seen before, but you and me watched it before we went to go see the movie. It's on Disney Plus now. The short film they made. Mm-hmm. Um, which, like, 
sees them take Trevor. Uh, I also love that they paid off Trevor in the movie. Um, I realize that we also didn't say that this is not a spoiler-free review beforehand. Uh, I'll, I'll crop it in. We'll crop it in. It'll be cropped in. Um, anyway, uh, they pay off Trevor so much. Like, he's hilarious in this movie. I think he was in the last, last one. But also, they give him kind of a purpose. Because <laughs> at the end of the movie, you know, he's take. I think, doesn't he take care of that little animal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and, you know, he's, thing. you know, he's living and he's fine. Um, even though, you know, what he did impersonating a terrorist is a terrible thing to do. Um... It was pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Comedy, though, on the movie, I think overall, it's pretty good. I thought it was really funny. I mean, it's pretty MC, funny. Marvel's been doing really well with, with throwing comedy into the, these movies. I mean, I think it strikes a good balance of knowing who the character is and yeah. how funny the movie should be. I, I loved it. I will say, however, and I love Aquafina. However, a lot of her lines in the movie seemed forced because she was definitely there to be the comedic relief right mm. her only purpose in the movie is to shoot the arrow into the dragon at the end of the movie and I give it to her that's a big part of the movie however it does seem like they try to shoehorn her in scenes that she doesn't need to be I in. will say that character development seemed a little rushed mm -hmm. that's where I was talking about that's why I didn't give it the 11 and a half bananas yeah um but yeah like so from my story like I had just got off work and we went to go see it um the night after it opens. Because when they say that movies release on a Friday, they actually release at like 6 p.m. the Thursday before. Yeah. Which is dumb, because it used to be midnight. You know, like movies used to release at midnight on the day, and you would go. Uh, like, I've been to midnight releases before. Uh, forget one of the Harry Potter movies. But anyway, that's not the point. Now they release at like 6 p.m., yeah. and it's, you know, it's still fun to see the premiere. But it's, but, but it's not the same it's as the midnight premiere. So me and him went Friday, which would have been the actual premiere date. Mm -hmm. We didn't go at midnight, but we went at like... We went like 9. 9.30ish. And it was a solid two-hour movie, so we were out probably like 11, 11. We were out late. It was two hours, two hours and ten minutes-ish? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so before we move into the next topic, we do have to talk about the end credit scenes. Right. There's oh, two of them. End credit scenes. There are two. Let's start with the less important one first. Which is the, you know, early Marvel movies, um, uh, Phase 2, maybe not early, early one, but Phase 2 used to do this all the time. They would do two, they would do one that was like a bigger arc, and they would do one that's just the sequel. Yeah. The, so, the one that's less important is that the Ten Rings will return, and it looks like Shang-Chi's sister is now in charge of the Ten Rings. Yeah. Which makes sense coming off her arc in the movie. If, if I'm gonna guess we're gonna get that late Phase 5, early Phase 6, I don't think we're gonna see that anytime soon but i'm pretty sure if the movie's done well enough that it's going to be pushed to be within the next uh triplet of phases yeah probably um and then the bigger one the one that ties into probably what's going to end up being the um i'm still calling it i think it's going to be the new avengers i think that's what it's going to be it's going to call the new avengers and they're going to have all the younger ones mm -hmm. like you know shang chi's going to be in it and then of course like the new hawkeye person that they're training and the new hawkeye show um, and all those other people are going to be in it. Um, but hasn't been announced yet. Um, that's our, I don't know if you could hear that in the mic. Probably not. Sports, 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 sports. Our, They're uh, watching football out there. Our roommates are watching football out in the section. Um, and, uh, where was I? You oh, know, yeah. You know, I will say, hearing people outside really fits into the whole dormality theme. It does. I don't know if they could, though, because. It um, adds character. It does. 
yes, it fitting into the MCU with the new Avengers. Yeah, so I think it's going to fit into the MCU. Um, and what happens is you find out that the uh, it's they're in a room, uh, which I think you're supposed to believe is the Sanctum place in Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though Doctor Strange is nowhere to be found, which might tie into the two two movies that come out next year. Um, but Wong is there, and he's explaining to Shang-Chi that the rings have this, like, power to them, and they're sending a signal to somebody. Theories here. A bunch of bad, big bad people. We'll mm-hmm. find out later. Um, but then, you, you know, they pan over, and uh, Captain Marvel, Brie Larson, and... Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner, not not as Professor Hulk. Professor Hulk, but like just Bruce Banner. Which died that. Which is interesting something. because that's the last time we saw Bruce Banner was in Infinity War, mm-hmm. when they're you know arguing. And there's a deleted scene of them arguing and deciding to be together. A lot of people, which I don't understand, a lot of people were pissed off that like Professor Hulk was a thing. They didn't like Professor Hulk because they feel like it rushed the story, which I don't because it's been five. It had been five years in between. You're supposed to grow in that amount of time. Anyway, um, you know, that whole movie was just Professor Hulk. Um, so we're, depending on when this movie takes place yeah. and when the She-Hulk series comes out, which I think is next year, because um, Hulk, uh, Mark Ruffalo's Bruce Banner is supposed to be in that. So mm-hmm. I think, I wonder if we're going to see him become Bruce Banner again in that uh, thing. Because in the comics, um, that... She-Hulk becomes She-Hulk because, you know, he, uh, to save her life, he gives him some of her blood, or he gives her some of his blood, and it takes the Hulk gene out of him mm-hmm. and gives it to her. So I'm wondering if he's not the Hulk anymore at all. Yeah. Which would be interesting. However, his arm is still bandaged, which you're, um, which I mean, I'm, I imagine is probably from the snap that he did at the end of uh, Endgame. Mm-hmm. Now... Well, I think it's interesting. I wonder where uh, Shang-Chi and Doctor Strange are going to have their big interaction. Because we see them into the Sanctum at the end of the movie. And that could be just to look at the rings and go. Yeah. Or there could be something bigger there. I don't think that'll play off in Far From Home, even though that is very involved Far With... From Home already came out. Well, you no, way no Way Home. home. Yeah, I meant No Way Home. No Way Home, uh, I don't think it'll be involved there, but I'm curious to see if they'll have them interact in, in uh, Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, me too. Which would be very cool. Let's see. Lifts up my Mysterio bobblehead right into the camera. Yeah. That's pretty cool. He's got like... Oh, this is from Far From Home. I have a lot. That's the Far From Home suit. It's it black. It is the Far From Home suit. And I have the Miles Morales. Yeah, that's from the video game, though. That's from the video game, but they're seeing it anyway. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh... Yeah, like it's it was really good. Combined score eleven and a quarter bananas out of thirteen, which is a good amount of bananas. It's a lot of bananas. It is a lot of bananas. Monkeys would go nuts for those bananas. Really? Yeah. You missed the chance to say they'd go bananas for their bananas. Mm-mm. You missed that. I didn't, You're I, gonna miss that easy of a joke. Intentionally. All right, we're moving on from that. I don't want to. So, uh, our next topic is going to be movies coming out this year. Nope. Albums. Albums. You know what? Albums what? and music. You know what? We want to give them a break. We just talked for like 10, 15... How much time did we talk on that? Only like 15 minutes. Uh, never mind. I tried to like scroll down to see, but I'm not the tech guy. Yeah. Uh, we talked a decent amount of time on that movie, so I want to give them a break. Let's talk about music, and then we'll come back to movies mm-hmm. at the end. Mm-hmm. Do you want to start or do you want me to? Uh, you start with yours. I need to do a little, little bit of um, research before I say something so, stupid. Unfortunately, I... Um, 
don't have any concrete album dates. <laughs> or, like, release periods. Or the, the, Most of these albums aren't even confirmed. Mm-hmm. I've got a list um, of, like, rumors. The big one is Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cole's not here to talk about it. Oh, he, he kicks in our door. I can't say this. It's poorly aged. Mm-hmm. Poorly aged. <laughs> We're not going to talk about what happened. Um, but anyway, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, their, like, longtime guitarist, uh, John Frusciante, who was gone, is back. Um, and he's been talking about, like, how awesome working with them again is. Um, and I believe this will be their first full album since Dark Necessities. Um, which was a really dark and good album. Um, and they always bring really good, like, funk rock uh, music together. They're a really awesome band. They don't really have a bad album, do they? Like, I haven't heard of any that's, like, super bad. No, they've got some that are worse than others. Yeah. Um. Then, uh, the next couple are based on tours. Mm-hmm. So... One big one that I'm hoping is a true rumor, although there's no validation or no, like, even credit from the bands or anything about this. It's just, like, heard it through the grapevine kind of thing. Um, so, as you know, My Chemical Romance is on tour. or They were they announced their reunion tour. Mm-hmm. And then COVID rescheduled it. So it's actually going to happen next year. And from what I've heard, they're really enjoying playing together been a very political time and what kind of music does my chemical romance excel at making <laughs> that would be awesome political holy music. crap therefore i'm hoping for a new my chemical romance album if not in 2022 then in 2023 and another tour also having to do with them doing a reunion tour and politics mm-hmm. rage against the machine is on tour for real uh-huh they had they announced the reunion tour and then got canceled and now it's, it's next year it's in march um and like they you know prophets of rage have been playing together which is like part members of rage against the machine but it doesn't have their their main guy he's back for this tour so it's actually rage against the machine and rage against the machine is very political mm-hmm. um so i'm really hoping that they like look at what's going on in the world and they push out like a hard rock album on it mm-hmm. um some other ones that I kind of heard of or looked at, um, hit or miss with me would be uh, Blink-182. I haven't really enjoyed a Blink-182 album since like some of their older stuff. Um, in fact, my dad hates Blink-182, hmm. which is funny. Uh, I enjoy some of their stuff. They're supposed to possibly have a ninth album come out next year, mm-hmm. um, which is interesting because their lead singer, Mark Hoppus, just announced that he has like stage three like cancer. Mm-hmm. Um which is interesting. Um, not good. So pray for that. Yeah. But um, there's just a lot to. Um, there was a lot like that I was thinking about um, people who were gonna drop albums that came out already. Like you know, they were teasing. Modest Mouse was teasing an album forever, and then they just like surprise dropped it in the summer. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Manchester Orchestra. Um, Weezer, which is insane. Weezer, yeah. Um, so like I, I'm. I'm not, a, like, a crazy Weezer fan. I love everything Weezer produced before the new millennium. Everything. I love Make Believe. I love Pinkerton, Green Album, Blue Album, all of it. 
awesome. In fact, I have most of those on vinyl. Um, and even into the new millennium, I did like the Red album and so- certain songs. And ever since, I, I've just been every album has had like one or two songs that I've enjoyed. Um, except for in 2016, they released the White album. That album is flawless from beginning to end. Um, but then ever since then and before that, it was just like one or two songs. Um, this year they released two albums. They released Van Weezer, which was like an experiment where they were trying to be like hard rock. Um, more like 80s glam rock is what it sounded like. That reminded me, once we're done talking about Weezer, I have a question. And then OK Human, which was like kind of similar to like the Blue Album sort of Weezer. Uh, and there were a couple songs on that. Uh, that's what that has the song they teamed with AJR to make all uh, the all my favorite songs, which is I like that one. That's on OK Human. Anyway, they did two albums last year, which some people may think it was a lot. If you think that's a lot, buckle up. They're releasing <laughs> four albums next year, four one for every albums, season, which is kind of hype, which is crazy. Um, <laughs> and because you know we have a podcast where we talk about music and movies. We're going to listen to all four of them, so We're we'll let you know. to the Weezer quadrilogy of... That's um, not the word. Oh, my Amogus. Oh, that, would be, that would be a fun... I dropped my Amogus. <laughs> it would be very fun to um, have a podcast where we listen to all the Weezer albums and talk about them. Okay, hold on. Can I go on a chan- tangent real quick? Yeah, a tangent? A tangent. <laughs> uh, like, every preacher I've heard for the past week has said the phrase Among Us in their sermon. That's hilarious. It's so bad. Like, Did I'd Farnham it. this morning? Uh, Farnham didn't. He's the first one who has it. But for but Sunday, on Sunday they didn't. They said it. Uh, Tuesday they said it. I don't know if they said Wednesday. Uh, today they didn't. But I've like been constant throughout the past week, week and a half. I keep catching the phrase Among Us in these messages and sermons, and it's so funny. It's kind of sus. It's sus. Bro. Um, but okay, yeah, Weezer. Let's talk about Weezer. Uh, did uh, the album that a bunch of bands were doing Metallica songs, did that ever come out, or that's still being made? The Black Album? Yeah. yeah it that just, came just out. came out. Yeah. Okay. Because my favorite thing, I love Weezer's version of Inter Sandman. Yeah, uh, it was good. It was really good, and they pulled the most Chad move of all time, and right at the end of uh, the solo, they put the Buddy Holly riff in, and it's so good. <laughs> like, I don't know if I call it a Chad move, because that's their song. It is, but man, it's funny. Uh, well, now I have to go to Tangent. The Black okay. Album. Yeah, the Black the, Album. The Black Album remastered thing. It was like, you know, it's like a thick box. I wanted to get it, but it's like 130 bucks. Yeah. Because there's a lot. Uh, did you hear St. Vincent, uh, Sad But True? No. We'll listen to that later. Not what? in the podcast, but I'll show it to you. That's going to be one of those things. Because what I'll do is uh-huh. when, when I listen to albums, uh-huh. I'll like play a game like, something I could kind of play mindlessly. Yeah. And then just throw on an album that I want to listen to and just yeah. go. Well, we've been kind of trying... I've been trying to indoctrinate him into, like, the whole vinyl thing. You know, obviously he's not going to go out and buy a bunch of vinyls, but... I've considered getting a setup for a while now. Yeah. However, he, uh... Has been listening to my records, which uh-huh. is good. Which um, is which is fun. I do like the records. I think the next record we're going to listen to is uh, Nirvana BBC Live. Or Live BBC Recordings. Ooh. It's blue. That's anyway, um, what's your list? Okay, so uh, we'll see if I know because he. All right, a uh, little context. He hasn't told me anything on his list because he wants my reaction to some of them. So I have five, and actually one of them I'm surprised you didn't mention. Uh huh. 
Uh, first one, this is not the one. Uh, Montero by Little Nas X. Yeah, I can kill it. Which drops tomorrow. Is I that am... why he's been pregnant? <laughs> for like a month? It's so good. It, yeah, it is. It's the, that has to be the dumbest way to advertise an album, but I love it. It's so stupid. He has a sense of humor that I can appreciate. He uh, does. I don't like his music very much. I'm gonna, Some I'm of it's interested. okay. I... I guess he enjoyed Montero. Uh, I I think he has a lot of potential to be good. I didn't enjoy Montero. Really? The Say My Name song? Yeah. I don't know. I it's don't got know. a lot of controversy I don't here. love the... The music video's not great. The music video's not great. I'm not a fan of the music video. Anyway, uh, this song's catchy. I'll give him that. It's catchy. Uh, this is his first actual album. Yeah, because the last one was an EP, right? He's done one EP, which had a bunch of his solos on it. Yeah. And then it's just all been solos. So, and that drops tomorrow. Yeah. So I'm very interested to see how he'll sound in an album. I don't know. You'll, I, have, you'll have to let me know. I'm not. I'm, I'll, I'll I listen, won't to listen to it. I'm if, so it if you say it's good, I'll check it out. All, All right, right. What's second next? one? Uh, Music of the Spheres by Coldplay. Get a new Coldplay album. So I'm not a huge Coldplay guy. I, I like some of the stuff, but I'm not like a, I'm gonna go out of my way to listen to Coldplay. I like the first like three Coldplay albums. I think they're great. And then they started releasing. And I even... Even some of their later stuff was great. Ever since they released that one with, like, the monkeys in it or whatever. Adventures of, Adventure of a Lifetime or whatever. Ever since then, their music has sucked. And has not had a single good song since then. Um, so... I probably won't even pay attention to the new Coldplay album. Hmm. Uh, let me... Actually, let me say. I did like that song that they did with the Chainsmokers or whatever. The superheroes or whatever. Mm-hmm. That was good. But it was didn't sound like Coldplay. Yeah. Uh, third one, I Don't Live Here Anymore by The War on Drugs, coming out in November. I'll listen to that. I'm surprised you didn't mention that. Because I know you you like them, and you introduced me to one, one song that you introduced me to by them, and I really love it. Yeah. Uh, it is called Strangest Thing. Uh-huh. And I really like that song. So I'll probably, I'll give it a listen. I didn't know they had a new album coming out. Yeah, it's coming out in November. I'll check that out. Uh, fourth one, which this is... These next two are uh, undated. Uh, Born with Horns by Machine Gun Kelly. Okay. Yeah. I... So, again, if my father is listening to this, sorry. He uh, he does not like MGK as well. Like I got really excited when MGK started releasing like pop punk music. I was like, oh, this is awesome. Sounds like the early 2000s again. And my dad was like, it sucks. It's terrible. Here's the thing. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly, I kind of label as junk food music. Is it good pop punk? No. But is it, like... But it's so dang fun. It's really fun. I have it, too. I have it on vinyl, man. Like, I, I'm like... It's not good. I will fully admit it is not a good album. I think it's it's, a great album. But it's, like, quality-wise. Yeah, it's good. It's not great. But it's fun. It's like your trip to McDonald's. It's high-quality food? No. But are you gonna go get whatever you get and enjoy it? Yeah. Because it is a fun album. I think it's a great album. I think... I agree. I really like it. What I'm saying is, I think it's a great album. Do I think that... I think it's trying something new, and that's why people don't like it. It's pop punk, but it's not like, you know, Taking Back Sunday or, like, all those other, like, early pop punk bands that people enjoyed. Um, It's something new. Like, it's taking hip-hop. Like, what pop punk album would have Black Bear, Ian Dior, and Trippy Red all on it? Yeah. And what I like, 
he has a very interesting vocal range for the type of music he I plays. I hated his voice at first. I thought You the get song. used to it. You get used to it. Because he, he has a lower voice. You know what's fun, though? What? Born With Horns, which is the new one, with Travis... It's a, it's a second pairing with Travis Barker. They announced it on Instagram by getting matching tattoos, like, right here. Mm. Um, and they've all, they released Paper Cuts as the leading single from it. Uh, it's like grunge. Mm. So it's like he's trying to put his own spin on a bunch of different types of music. Yeah. Because Take This to My Downfall, in its sensibility, and its, its drumming, its guitar, it, even some of the vocal range that he has, is pop punk through and through. Whether or not you agree with, like, how you like it or how it compares to other pop punk, the style is pop punk. Mm-hmm. Paper Cuts is not. When I listen to it, it sounds like something... It sounds like... You know, the inst- I'm not going to say his voice. His voice does not sound anything like Kurt Cobain or uh, Pearl Jam or I guess Pearl Jam would be Eddie Vedder um, or, you know, Chris Cornell or any of, like, the major vocalists from the grunge era. However, the instruments and what he's do- trying to do with his voice sound just like them. Mm-hmm. Uh, side note, I'm going to see Pearl Jam um, <laughs> this freaking weekend. Um, and actually, this goes live on Saturday, right? Yeah. So so I will be at the concert when this goes live. Uh, send me a video then. I'll put. I'll just throw it in. I will. I'll send you a video. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. But yeah, I'm excited. You know, I, I enjoy Machine Gun Kelly a lot. It's very fun. Mm-hmm. Final one, uh, the Dawn is... I'm also jealous because he's with Megan Fox. Sorry. Just like, that's like an angry... Th- like, way to go, bro. Um, just like, I have to say, like, I, hey, good on you, buddy, grew up, and like, this isn't the thing, like, you know, like, I'm not gonna get into whole, like, lust culture of teenagers, but like, you're telling me, you can't tell me that when you watched, um, Transformers for the first time, and Megan Fox lifts that thing in the, she was my crush for years. Oh, okay. And some skinny guy from freaking Ohio. Like. Not that she would ever be with me. She's too (laughs) old for me. She's like 10 years older than me, but still. Way to go, bud. Way to go. Uh, Final (laughs) album. uh, Dawn is Coming by The Weeknd. Okay. Um, I like The Weeknd. I like The Weeknd. I feel like, at the same time, he's overhyped but also understated, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. He's overhyped. Like, his big songs, like Blinding Light and things like that, are, over, are overhyped. Mm-hmm. They're played everywhere. I think they're good. They're, they're just great overplayed. songs. They're just overplayed. Yeah. His Super Bowl performance, which was trashed, was awesome. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great. Um, you know, it's like... Well, every Super Bowl performance gets trashed. It's true, except for the good ones. Yeah. Well, those are even few and far between. A lot of the ones people praise are, like, a much older artist. The Michael Jackson and Prince one. Oh, Prince. He played Purple Rain in the rain. Which is dope. Like, you can't You can't get beat that. that. All right, anyway. Um, he got lucky but for that. He did. Uh, I liked um, I liked The Weeknd's last album. Was it After Hours? Yeah. After Hours is great. I liked After Hours. There's a lot of songs on that that weren't released as singles. Mm-hmm. They're really good. And didn't he also do... Um, is Starboy an album? Starboy, yeah. Check. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. Starboy's an album. Starboy was 2016, right? That's Can't Feel My Face or whatever that one. I think so. Uh, probably. Let me check. Was that not on there? 
Just no, it doesn't seem to be on there. Um, but uh, it's I like him, and then also on a side note, uh, Uncut Gems, the Adam Sandler movie. He's in that. Is he actually? You've never seen it? No. Oh, okay, we have to watch it. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah. He plays himself because Uncut Gems takes place in 2012, or not 2012, in like 2013. I've heard of this. Yeah, so he plays I himself coming up as the weekend, like when he was coming up in like the club scene. Mm-hmm. And he's a complete jerk, and it's hilarious. I um, forgot about that. I remember hearing that he was in it. I didn't know what he did. Yeah, he like, punches Adam Sandler in the face in the that's movie, and it's hilarious. That's kind of funny. Um, that's not kind of funny. It's very funny. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I like I like the weekend. That, that'll be good. I'll listen to that. Is there, are there any albums we're missing? I'm sure there is. Uh, and also, think about the hard thing about it's way easier to do movies. They announce movies years in advance. Yeah. Albums a lot of times are only rumored until about a month or two before. They're released. Uh, a lot of albums. Some albums, you know, get a whole year. But, like, I know, f- for example, like, say Trench for Twilight Pilots. They were on hiatus for, like, a year and a half. Yeah. And then they released the music. They did that thing on Twitter. And then within 24 hours, they released the music video for Jumps. And they had the album release date for October. That was August that they released that. It's two months. Dang. Um... And bands do that all the time. So I'm sure there's going to be tons of albums that release next year that we did not mention. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we don't, we will, we will, we'll talk about them. We'll talk about That's them. our thing. Um, That's our shtick. So, yeah. That's albums. Yeah, it is. Can we pause? Can we pause? Uh, no. We're back. Oh, I'm going to have to edit the audio just for that section. And we're back. So, movie time, am I right? Yes, films. Films. Cinema. Uh, the cinema. Uh, starting with our high-quality cinema. Venom 2. Uh, yeah, that does come out next month, doesn't it? I'm so amped. Dude, I love Venom. Venom is such a sick character, and I love Carnage of the villain. As a big Spider-Man guy. I will say, like, I'm more excited for this one than I was for the first one. Yeah. Um, although I was really excited for the first one, it did let me down. It's decent. Mm-hmm. Tom Hardy looks like he's having a blast, which makes it easier to watch. However, the villain sucked mm-hmm. in the first movie, and the story development was non-existent. But, but that's the thing. What that movie does well is it sets up the character like chemistry with Tom Hardy and Venom really well. Yeah, but and they do a good job at it. The chemistry, yes, but you can't build a whole film around that. I agree, but it's, it sets a basis of, for potential. But nonetheless, that's why I'm excited about this one, because I do feel like it has more potential. Also, the guy behind the director's chair, I have 100% faith in. Although I don't know if he's directed anything before, I just know that he knows film. It's Andy Serkis. Do you know who Andy Serkis is? So he's like the king of motion capture. Um, he was the mo the guy, you know what mocap is, right? Yeah. He did the mocap for Caesar for Planet of the Apes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gollum from Lord of the Rings. Godzilla, Dang. King Kong, bunch of big characters. He did the mocap. So, so he knows at, films. At the very least, we're gonna see good fights, like well choreographed, well animated, exactly. well capped fights. Uh, exactly. Which um, makes me really amped because Carnage and Venom are going to be all mocap. Also, uh, Carnage looks dope. Uh, Carnage does look dope. I love Woody Harrelson as an actor. He's a great actor. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, it looks good, and it's gonna. And because of the success of Shang Chi, it was moved to October first, which means we get to see it sooner. Um, we're definitely going to theaters to see that, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll let you know our review. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, well, that's fun. Um, uh, you want to do your list first, or mine, or go back and I'm, forth? I'm gonna or... finish my three I have, and yeah, then we'll wait three. to say the one at the end because I think you're gonna say it. Okay. Uh, no way home. That was that's probably the most anticipated for me or I anyone. I love Spider Man. Really. Spider Man is my favorite superhero. It's my dad's favorite. If you and... can't tell by the three Funko Pops I have, I have a uh, Into the Spider Verse poster right on over here. You know what's funny though? What? I mean, I guess we did just show them that, but they can't see anything. Mm-hmm. Well, the YouTube people can. For our audio listeners, uh... well, the YouTube people can't see it. They they saw the things we showed earlier, but like they just see us now. Yeah. Unless I feel like grabbing the camera and moving it over there, which I don't. Yeah, let's not do that. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I'm really excited for No Way Home. I think it'll be a a very interesting... uh, It's going to be interesting to see where they go with it. Because it uh, it involves multiverse. Uh, If you haven't seen the trailer, we're we're pairing him with Doctor Strange, and there's going to be some multiverse stuff. And it's theorized that we're going to see our Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield... uh, in the movie. Yeah. Which I I, I think got confirmed. Not it officially, not but it got confirmed. like but there was a uh, a toy line that got leaked. Yeah, but you can't say that that's confirming. It it makes it a little more likely. I'm hoping. I'm very hopeful. Alright, so this is a picture um There we go, you can kinda of, I can see it. Uh-huh. Uh it if you're an audio you can't it's a my four year old sit or she's five now. Is obsessed with Spider or was obsessed. Now she's obsessed with Kiss, the band, the hair metal band. <laughs> That's Completely. awesome. Uh, yeah, she's uh, <laughs> she's very into Paul Stanley, otherwise known as um, oh god, what is what is that one's name? Um, Star Child. Yeah. And if you ask her why, it's because he's handsome. That's great. Um, but she was really into Spider Man, and uh, so we went to go see Far From Home together. We'll probably end up going to see No Way Home together because it, it does come out during Christmas break for us. Yeah. Right on. Doesn't it come out on Christmas? Uh, very close to. Or like the week of. Twenty seventh. Um. So we're gonna go see that. But uh, I'm really excited. It has not been confirmed. You know, uh, Andrew Garfield's playing coy about it being him not being in it. However, at this point, if they're not in it, people are gonna like storm out of the theater. Oh, December seventeenth. Comes out the week before Christmas. Yeah. Um, Which makes more sense. But um, I'm just really excited because of how they're building it up. Like, you know, the first trailer released and it actually broke the 24-hour record of Endgame. More people watch it in the first 24 hours than the people who watch the Endgame trailer. That's crazy. Um, Which goes to show you that, like, this kind of movie has more pull than the Avengers movies did because it's going to pull on the people who grew up watching the other Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Not just the people who watch the MCU movies. Um, which I'm saying is a lot of people, but still, like, you know, it's combining the two. This movie has a lot of potential. Cute thing. You're combining my two favorite MCU guys. You're putting Spider-Man and Doctor Strange movie together. Doctor Strange is one of your favorites? I love Doctor Strange, dude. I He's cool. adore Doctor Strange. It's such a good movie. It's good. It's, it's enjoyable. I would say it's probably not in my top ten. Oh, I'd say it is. At least in mine. It's up there, but it's not... Probably around, like, 8 to 6. I wouldn't put it in top 5, but I love it. And I love the character. Yeah, I think he needs more development, which I'm which hopefully going to get be... out of these two movies that he's in. Which, l- want to smoothly transition into another movie? On your list, yeah. Multiverse Madness! Yeah, yeah multi- I 
Multiverse of Madness looks awesome. However, I'm curious to see how they tie it off because then to go back, Spider-Man, like, you know, obviously it's going to deal with the multiverse because I think, I think what they're tying into is I think this is going to... If you watched Loki, Loki... You didn't watch Loki, did you? No. Do you want me to spoil it? I don't care. Spoiler alert for Loki. Um, they opened the multiverse in the last episode. Yeah, I heard that. Um, and Kang the Conqueror is the one who does it. Oh, so we've actually had Kang the Conqueror already in. Yeah, but he's not called Kang the Conqueror, but he is Kang the Conqueror. Yeah. It's, you gotta watch... You'll still, there we go, that's why you'll watch it, because you gotta figure out what, what I mean by that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's it's open now, officially. But, it's... If you look at the way... Because it looks like No Way Home is going to take place the second Far From Home ends. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. then would put it before Loki, I think. Hmm. Or around the same time as Loki. But that put it before or after Shang-Chi. But the thing about... Do we know when Shang-Chi about, happens? The thing about Loki is Loki could be at any time. Yeah. Because it's from twenty. It's the Loki from 2012 that went back and then he could, he could be anywhere. The timeline is open, but we don't know when our heroes in the current timeline are going to experience that. I'm guessing that it's going to correlate with them trying to mess with the timeline in Spider-Man, which then will lead into Multiverse of Madness because Wanda is going to be in it from WandaVision, which is where we're going to talk about Multiverse of Madness. You were like this close to poke me in the face when I you was. did that. Be a thing. Even outside of an MCU realm, it is going to be a horror a horror superhero movie. Mm-hmm. If they do that well... Mephisto. And- Mephisto. If and if they make it genuinely scary, mm-hmm. <laughs> it could be so good. I'm so amped. This movie could be so cool. Could be. Granted, if it's not scary, it could kind of flop. I don't think it's going to flop. I don't think it'll flop. I don't think, even if it's not scary... I don't, I don't think, think it'll be flop. a bad movie. But I think if they really try to play into the horror yeah. aspect and it's not scary... Yeah. Eh, it could not be the greatest. I don't even know if I'd want it to be, like, a jump scare scary or, like, super ominous, like, super tense movie. Because I think both could play really well into the type of movie. Mm-hmm. It both would... It, they'd be cool for very different reasons. Yeah. Um, I actually think they're gonna be cool for very similar reasons. <laughs> Which is the... Kind of the opposite reason I was excited about Shang-Chi is it's, it's they're going to be team of movies. You're going to have people, you're going to have characters. I've heard that Multiverse of Madness has uh, Wanda fighting uh, a Fox X-Men character. Hmm. I don't know who that's going to be. They really screwed the pooch with uh, Quicksilver in WandaVision. Whether or not, like, it was funny for a second, they called him Ralph Boner. And he, apparently the actor loved it too. Hmm. But you can't tell me that when you saw Quicksilver, did you watch WandaVision? No. Oh my gosh, okay. bro. I don't watch a lot of TV, okay? It's Marvel, though. It's yeah, different. It's I... like watching a long-form movie. Yeah. Both those shows you need to put on your list. I know. And then watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which I also need to watch. Yes. All three of those you need to watch. Um, but as far as I'm aware, that one's kind of less important right now. So uh, It's pretty important. But not not to the two movies that are coming out this year. You can wait on Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. It's important. I would say definitely watch it. Especially because they announced they're doing Captain America 4 with, with uh, uh, Anthony Mackie. Um, so that's gonna be cool. But, definitely watch WandaVision and Loki before we even see Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, because there's, there's stuff in that that'll tie into that. Um, but anyway, uh, spoiler alert, Evan Peters' Fox Quicksilver from the X-Men movies is in WandaVision. Oh! As Quicksilver. Oh, so, oh, are we gonna get... 
Oh, that multiverse could... But then they screwed it up by just saying that it's not actually Quicksilver. Oh. That's lame. So I don't know, but they could be playing with us, too. Yeah. I don't know. Because once we're in the multiverse, literally anything's possible. Anything's possible. Um, and then, you know, there's been teasing stuff like uh, Hugh Jackman po- posted a picture of Kevin Feige on his Instagram story a couple weeks ago, teasing the idea that he might be returning to the role of Wolverine for possibly this movie, or uh, more likely Deadpool 3. Mm-hmm. He'll probably be in Deadpool 3. We don't know when that's going to release, though, so I, I'm not even going to put that in my anticipated list, because odds are we don't get that until like 2023, 2024. Yeah. Um, but are you done with your list, or do you have more? Uh, I think the two I want to say are going to be on your list, so let's just crack into yours. Alrighty, um... So... My list is broken down by months. Yes. So, start with January. Um, Scream. Oh, are we... So this is a... It's a reboot sequel of sorts. They haven't released a trailer or anything about it, but, like, the last... The first three Scream movies are classics, and the fourth one's really good, too. Mm -hmm. It's just not, like, the same level. And then they have the TV show for three seasons. And I enjoyed the TV show. Because it's a satire. It's not supposed to be taken seriously. Well, Scream has always been the kind of later, late, lighter hearted. Well, you know, the, the have you seen the Scream movies? I've seen uh, synopses. I haven't seen the full thing. So, the Scream, basically the whole point of Scream is that the it's a meta horror, basically. Like, it's these people who saw this horror movie. And it's, it's, it's the, it takes tropes from original horror movies and, like... Kind of jokes with them. Spoofs them. Like, literally, the first thing they do, they, the whole marketing marketing for the first one was that Drew Barrymore was going to be the star. And she was, like, a really big actress at the time. And then... They kill her in the first five minutes. Yeah. And then, you know, from I there, you get, you get a lot of, like, angsty, but also, like, very just outrageous things. And it's funny. And then the second one, it's a double thing because it's, they've made a movie about the killer. And then the killer comes back to kill. It's just so much stuff. And it's, it's just like this rich... Uh, it's Wes Craven, basically. It's like his, it's his homage to horror, how dumb horror movies are. Yeah, and he knows that, being you know one of the greatest of all time. Um, <clears throat> however, the um, there's a directing duo known as Radio Silence, um, Matt Bertelli and Tyler Gillett. They directed uh, Ready or Not that came out last year or 2019, mm-hmm. two years ago, which is um, the movie about like uh, it's like the hide and seek murder movie. They made got really good reviews. I didn't watch it, but almost the entire cast is supposed to come back. Huh. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, there's a few that I can care less about. They're doing a uh, Sesame Street movie is going to come out. I don't care about that. Uh, Morbius. I am indifferent when it comes to Morbius. Like I was excited at first. Morbius is Morbius oh, is I've like the name. vampire. Uh, it's a Marvel movie. But it's uh, not an MCU movie. It's a Sony Sony Spider-Man universe is what they're calling it now. Uh, uh, it was supposed to come out already. But the trailer was released like a year ago, and it it has a picture of Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man on the wall for graffiti when he's walking past. But it also has Vulture from Tom Holland's Spider-Man in the movie. Huh. So I'm curious to see how they play with that. It's supposed to be a horror but again, it's PG-13. So, not much. You can't go that far. Can't go that far. Um, no. Here for those for love to discover. I don't, I hate when, like, ads start playing. Turn the volume. Whoop. There. I just do volume, dude. What do you, you just do? touch my phone? Yeah. What do you do about it? 
you missed. You missed that slap. You missed almost all of these slaps. Who says I'm... <laughs> Distractions. Um, so, um, this one I am reluctantly excited about. Uh, I'm a PlayStation guy when it comes to video games, right? Oh, this the uh, Uncharted movie with Tom yeah. Holland? Uh, yeah. The Uncharted movie with Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg as Sully. Weird. I like both choice. of those actors, but neither of them seem to fit the roles. No. Uh, Tom Holland, while yes, age-wise he would be appropriate, he still just looks too young to be playing Nathan Drake. Yeah. And Sully is the opposite. He does not look old enough to be playing Sully. Uh, however, I think they age him for the movie, so it could be good. But, I'm, uh, that's considering that Tom Holland has said nothing about it, yeah, and it comes out next year. Scares me. Well, I imagine he's he's spending more marketing No Way Home. Yeah, but you he's still he's always been really good at marketing his other movies too, because even when he was marketing like um, for Far From Home or all those movies, he was marketing his other movies that were coming out like Cherry and Chaos Walking that all came out last year. Hmm. He's still marketing those. So I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't. I'm not gonna see that one in theaters. I'm not. Super no, I'm not. I'm, I don't think I'm going to see it either. Um, I'll definitely rent it. This, next this one... Um, I mean, I'm, anyone who knows me personally knows my deep love for a certain comic book character. Similar to his love for Spider-Man, my superhero growing up was and always will be Batman. Mm -hmm. So I have watched every Batman movie since I was like five in theaters. Mm. Everything. Um... And it just makes me so excited that they're going to do a new take on it. Um, I, um, fun fact, let me just go back a little bit before I talk about this actual, this movie. Um, I went to theaters to see all the Dark Knight trilogy. I was going to say, you can't start talking about this without telling these stories. I went to the Dark Knight, I, the Dark Knight trilogy. Um, I was five years old when Batman Begins came out. And uh, my stepmother at the time, and my dad, took me to go see it. I was terrified, because if you've seen Batman Begins, parts of it are scary. There's the whole, the whole like, poisoning the city streets and the, the scarecrow mask. It's mm -hmm. terrifying. Um, but I loved it, because it was Batman. And, you know, like, Batman wins in the end, so it's still fine. I got scared, but it was okay. I still loved it. They ended up getting it for me on DVD, like, when it came out for my birthday. Awesome. Um, and then, the, the, this is the good story, though. I was... Eight years old, when The Dark Knight came out. Mm -hmm. My dad, also an avid Batman fan. Actually, though, his favorite superhero is Spider-Man. It's Spider-Man and Wolverine. Those are like his two. Mm. But he's a big Batman fan because he, oh, you know... Oh, I have a sin, then, that I need to confess. What? I haven't seen Logan. <laughs> I have heard it's amazing. When they're done watching football Logan. tonight, we're watching Logan. <laughs> Dude, I've got class at, like, ten... You get that's ten a.m. Yeah, but I, you get, dude, I have to go. I still have to do like an hour and a half of practice. Okay. So if we watch it when this is over, it's only two hours. It'll be over before, and you'll get eight hours of sleep. No, but I have to go to practice. We'll discuss this later because I'm pretty sure we're gonna end up watching it. Okay. It's really good. We'll watch anyway, tomorrow. back to this. We can probably watch tomorrow. But anyway, back to this. Um, uh, my dad went to go see the midnight premiere of the movie. Mm -hmm. I'm getting up. At like seven a.m. to get to get ready to go walk to the bus stop for school the next morning. Uh, eight eight years old, I would have been in third grade, third grade, third grade. I was walking out to go to third grade, and my dad walks into my room, 
And he says, Tyler, you're not going to school today. We're going to go see the Dark Knight. He got me dressed. Keep in mind, it's a two and a half hour movie. It's a long movie. But I still could have gone to school afterwards. Um, we got up. I got dressed. We went to the 8 o'clock showing mm-hmm. of the movie and watched it. I fell in love instantly. Um, which is weird because like, it shows how much I like movies because like, The Dark Knight is not your average movie that an 8 year old would enjoy. It's yeah. very much a crime thriller. Still, one of my top 10 movies of all time. It is very um, good. Oh yeah, I showed him all three I movies finally last, watched like, two them. weeks ago. We watched and all three of them. They're all fantastic. Yeah, he'd never seen them, so that was fun. That was fun for me, personally. <laughs> which is why I wanted to watch Logan, because I like seeing people's reactions to sick films. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Dark Knight Rises came out in 2012. I was at my mom's for the summer. Um, well, someone just wicked sneezed that down the hallway. Wicked um, but no, I was at my mom's for the summer. We went to go see The, ba- the Dark Knight Rises. And for those of you who haven't seen The Dark Knight Rises, spoiler alert, but it came out uh, almost ten years ago, so shame on you. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna feel bad for spoiling it. Uh, Batman dies at the end. He doesn't die, um, as it's because you find out later that he autopilot on the ship, and then he ends up in Paris with Catwoman, and you know there's that uh, uh, controversial, but I love it kind of scene where Alfred sees him. But anyway, Batman blows up. You don't know that he's alive yet because they haven't revealed the whole autopilot thing. 12-year-old kid in tears. My hero has just died. Almost akin to uh, 2019 when Iron Man died. That's what I was feeling when Batman died in Dark Knight Rises. Mm. Then to immediately find out he was alive, I was okay. You don't get that resolution in, uh, in Endgame. I still can get emotional. I've seen the movie like six times. Every time I get kind of teared up when Iron Man dies. Different kind of feeling. Mm. Um and then, of course, you had the Ben Affleck Batman, which was controversial, but I think he was a pretty decent Batman. Yeah, he's not bad. I just think the movies he was put in were terrible. I think Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice is one of the worst superhero movies ever made. Ugh, yeah. Um, yeah. The Justice League with Joss Whedon, not great either. However, Justice League Snyder Cut, that's four hours, really fleshes out the character and gives you more of an insight into his Batman character. Mm-hmm. And it actually makes me want to see more Ben Affleck Batman. But Warner Brothers went another route. Um, and it's giving us a new take of Batman. An earlier take. So it's going to be... Um, it's based on like the year one and year two comics of Batman. Um, where he's going to be more... He's going to be younger. He's going to be more like... Um, his, less developed. His Batcave is still cool. But it's not going to be as like mm-hmm. up to date as some of the new ones. Um, and it's Robert Pattinson. Which yeah. people freaked out when he was announced. However, if you look back in history, everybody who's been cast to play Batman was like, oh, he can't be Batman. Michael Keaton, everyone's like, oh, you mean Mr. Mom? <laughs> and then you got, like, you know, Val Kilmer, um, and then George Clooney, who admittedly was a bad Batman. <laughs> and then, um... Did George Clooney's Batman? I'm glad you haven't seen that one. It's a weird choice. George Clooney is Batman in the worst Batman movie ever made called Batman and Robin. <gasps> and Dr. Freeze. Not Dr. Freeze. Uh, so dumb. Is it Dr. Freeze or is it Mr. Freeze? Mr. Freeze. Mm-hmm. Mr. Freeze and it's Arnold Schwarzenegger and it's, uh, why don't you chill out? Like it's so, it's just a movie of puns. There's bat nipples on the suit and there's a bat credit card. It's dumb. I don't want to get into that. I'll rant. 
Uh, um, but doesn't beat the greatest Batman quote of all time, which is from the comics, which is a uh, holy rusted metal Batman. Mm-hmm. That one's in this there. Is where Robin found that the island was completely rusted. They say that in. Uh, I love that. They say that quote in um, Batman Forever. Yeah. Uh, now I like that one. It's the, the that one's like just zany enough to be okay. Yeah. Um, that's that's the one with Jim Carrey and uh, Tommy Lee Jones in it. Um, but this is supposed to be a darker take. And um, CinemaCon happened like a week and a half ago, and they they showed a three hour cut of the movie. Apparently, it is terrifying, and it's PG thirteen from what I hear. Hmm. But apparently, it's terrifying. Paul Dano is like a great actor and he plays the Riddler in this movie and they're, they're going like the Riddler like a serial killer kind of vibe hmm. which I like uh, and the, I, the first trailer released a year ago because you know it got delayed because of COVID just like everything got delayed because of COVID so it comes out in March 2022 I know for a fact I'm gonna go to the premiere of this movie I'll go with you yeah uh, well we're roommates so and, uh, and they hoping to use your car to go see it so I would hope you would come with I'm me I'm basically a chauffeur this, this year so. for those of you I don't have a car currently I have a license so that's he has a license but I not a car I don't have a car um, uh, I am dirt poor um, so I basically kind of chauffeur him around yeah. wherever he needs although to I go. will say that the advertising for Anchor that we do on this podcast uh, has netted me a solid 33 cents woo woo racking in the dough um, but one reason that I think this movie is going to be really really good is the director so, does the name Matt Reeves mean anything Yeah, I know that name. I know he's done a lot of really good stuff. Well, I could not, not name not a single much. thing he's done, but I know he's done good stuff. I've heard his name before. He directed the three most recent Planet of the Apes movies. Rise of Planet of the Apes, Dawn of Planet of the Apes, and War for Planet of the Apes. Which were all amazing films. Mm-hmm. Um, so he knows how to do these, like, darker films. Uh, so I'm really excited about that. Um... This one's more... F- uh, all right, so that's enough for Batman. Uh, yeah. Then Sonic 2. Sonic 2. Um, it's Sonic 2. He hasn't seen Sonic, so we're just going to get that out of the way. Yeah. So he has no comment on this. I saw it. Uh, again, I enjoyed it. I don't think it's amazing, but however, it's good. And uh, my sister loves it. So seeing how like she laughs like crazy when it's on mm-hmm. puts joy in my heart. So if she that's the audience it was built for. Yeah. So seeing that she enjoys it makes me enjoy it. I'll probably see Sonic 2 with her. Moving on. I um, do respect the Sonic movie, though, yeah. for completely reanimating because of how awful the first version was. Exactly. Twitter bullied a movie studio enough to completely reanimate And I, I think that's a beautiful thing. Beautiful, but also uh, they went out of business. Oh, did they? Yeah. The Man. studio that animated it went out of business because they spent all their money redoing Sonic. Respect. Um, Thor Love and Thunder is scheduled for 2022 in May. Uh, which there's a lot of Marvel movies coming out, but this one, it's the direct, it's the sequel to. It's directed by Taika Waititi, who directed Thor Ragnarok, which is in my top three Marvel movies. Uh-huh. I love it, um, and it also takes in the character, you know, after Endgame, where he's you know, Fat Thor. I'm pretty sure we're gonna get Fit Thor again, although I'm all for Fat Thor. Fat Thor. Can we get a high five for Fat Thor? Fat Thor is what I just said. Fat Thor is awesome. It is the fourth Thor movie, so. Um, anyway. They're not. Um, but it looks awesome. Um, it looks really good. The Guardians are supposed to be in it. Guardians of the Galaxy. So it picks up right at the end of the arc where, you know, you see Thor getting on the Guardian ship 
uh, him leaving Asgard, or New Asgard on Earth, which is basically just a city in New Zealand, to, um, what's her face, Tessa Thompson's character, Valkyrie, Valkyrie, mm-hmm. to Valkyrie, uh, to be the new queen of Asgard. Or I guess she she's the new king of Asgard, because they're trying to be inclusive. Yeah. Um... But it's going to pick up from that, and it's supposed to be just as funny, which is really cool. They haven't released a trailer mm-hmm. yet, but the big thing from this movie is the return of Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman mm-hmm. played his love interest, Jane Foster, in the first two Thor movies. First one, as I've rewatched it, I think is underrated. The first one. The first one's not bad. It's not ter- It's not great. It's not great. But it's not terrible by any means. Thor 2 is terrible. <laughs> the Dark World. She's in that as well. But after that, she left, you know, he kind of... He doesn't have a new love interest in Thor Ragnarok. They tried to play it off as Valkyrie being that, but she's definitely into women. Um, but she's back, and odds are... are the thing they're saying is she's going to take the mantle of Thor, and she's going to be called Lady Thor. Mm-hmm. Which in the comics is interesting, because that means that Chris Hemsworth is probably going to die in this movie. Oh. I'm very curious how they do that. Um, if I keep going... Um, I like how you say Thor, not don't you don't say Thor and say just say Chris Hemsworth. Like, yeah, Chris Hemsworth is going to die. Yeah. Oh, uh, slight mention. Not going to get into it, but John Wick Chapter Four comes out too. That looks awesome. You can talk about that. I love John Wick. John Wick amazes me as I think your favorite John Wick. It can be entirely up to preference. I think they are all equally as good. You like one the most. I like three the most. I think one... I love all of them individually. I like Nobody was really good. I talked about that a, lot, a few weeks ago, but... And that's not a John Wick movie. It's by the same directors, though. But one, it's just... It sets up the stage, and it's the least, like... I feel like after the first one, like, what can we get away with? Mm-hmm. And they, that's what that's why three is outrageous. It's awesome, but it's outrageous. But I kind of... I rock with it. Yeah, I do Because you don't... Here's the thing. You don't watch John Wick for the plot. No. It's simple... It's a simple plot. Don't you kill know, that man's dog. Dog. It's like, hey, oh. how about you uh, don't do that? And sorry, Bat- pencil someone Batman, in the eye. Batman fam. <laughs> Damn, touch pencil. Stop. Disappear. No, that was terrible. Oh my gosh, that was so bad. I don't care. I'm not Where's Thomas when you need it? He knows how Where's to do Thomas? the Joker thing. But basically, yeah. the the pencil in the head. Um, Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun. So um, I'm gonna out you again, bud. I haven't seen Top Gun. Alex has not seen Top Gun. He knew nothing about it going into the like when we went to the theaters to see Shang Chi. They showed the Maverick trailer. He's like, "This looks good. Is it a sequel?" No, I knew it was a sequel. You said that. No, like, I did you not. Said, Is it a sequel? Okay, I knew. Well, I didn't know if it was a sequel or a remake. It okay, it is a sequel. Okay. Um, but it's a sequel. So in in Top Gun, um, do you want to watch or do you want me to tell you what happened? Uh, I'll, just tell me. Goose. Is his best friend. Mm-hmm. Goose dies. Yeah, had a feeling. In the first one. This movie is Tom Cruise coming back, and Goose's son is now of age and in the movie and in the, the Air Force. Played by Miles Teller. Mm-hmm. Um, which is very interesting. Um, haven't seen him in anything in a while, and I'm excited. I usually like his movies. Um, but, played by him, and then um, supposed to have the returning cast, and it's it's it looks... Amazing. Um, it's been a long time since it came out. Uh, thirty year, uh, more than thirty years since Top Gun came out. Which is why. Okay, so can you see why I asked if it's a sequel or not? You wait thirty years between movies, uh-huh. and then you go, "We're making another one." Yeah. Like, why make a sequel at this point? Either let it be or reboot. 
Um, another another Marvel movie which ties into this whole like, um, it's like they're releasing the whole phase within the next year and a half because Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania comes out in October of twenty twenty two. I like the Ant Man. I do do too. Quantumania though, I think they're gonna try to go into the whole multiverse thing with the quantum realm and tie everything together. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting seeing all these movies kind of dip into the to uh, multiverse. Yeah, um, they all seem to be taking different. Half this next one's it? gonna excite you, and I don't know if it's on your list. And if it isn't on your list, you are going to freak out that what? you didn't put it on your list. Spider Man Into the Spider Verse 2 comes out sometime in 2022. Spider Man Into the Spider Verse is my favorite animated movie. It and is, it may be, it's in my top three favorite movies of all time. It's my top, like, it might be my favorite animated movie of all time. There's literally a poster right there. There is um, a poster right there. I'm blah, it's like. I could, I think that it is a perfect movie. October 7th. Like, legitimately, there, it, it's just so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks really good. Um, it comes out the same day as Ant-Man and the Wasp. I hope they don't screw, I really hope they don't screw it. I don't think they will. Um, I don't think, I don't think it'll be as good as the first. Reaching the end of my list, um, I've got three or four more. Okay. Um. Uh, Halloween Ends. Okay, that was one of the ones I figured you were going to mention. I really like the <clears throat> reboot. So basically in 2018, they rebooted Halloween. And when I heard about it, I was like, whatever. Because I like the old ones. And I'm I'm partial to Halloween H2O, which a lot of people hate. I love that one. Mm-hmm. But all the other sequels, absolute garbage, in my opinion. Except for the first one. And then I went to go watch... I didn't see it in theaters. I waited until like a year after and saw it on like Amazon or something. And I was blown away. Because it's a sequel just to the first one. They completely disregard all the other sequels. They get rid of the dumb Jamie Lee Curtis is his, is his sister thing. Um, and the way they ended off is really awesome. And it builds to this second thing. And if, we're, if they're going by like a trilogy vibe, which is the second movie is always the darkest. Mm-hmm. Halloween Kills... And from what I've heard from reviews so far, like the early critics, say that it is the bloodiest one yet. And that it has high kill count and a creative kill count. Um, and that's Halloween Kills, and that comes out next month. So that's actually on my list as well. That comes out next month. But Halloween Ends comes out exactly a year later. And that's going to end the trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what's on my list here, because this is the 2022 list. Um trying to figure out if I want to say all of these or not. Um, one that I don't know about, uh, Avatar 2 is either going to be amazing or it's going to suck. There's like five of them now. There's going to be yeah. five. I think they said the fifth one was going to release in 2028. The Untitled Quiet Place spinoff. Okay, hold on. We need to go back a bit. How yeah. are they going to make four more Avatar movies? They apparently... I trust James Cameron. He's got a story built out. I'm sure they can make plenty of sequels. It's That's gonna, not one gonna, of them is going to be an hour and a half of the blue hair sex. So don't they have hair sex in the first one? You, you, you're calling it that. <laughs> I've heard it's hair sex. Um, okay, so a Quiet Place spinoff. A Quiet Place and a Quiet Place Part very, 2. Very, very intentionally getting off this topic. We're awesome. <laughs> oh, uh, I love the I love the first Quiet Place. Did you watch the second one yet? Not yet. It, it's on Paramount. We'll, we'll check it out. Because I went to theaters to see it. Um, really good. But this next one's supposed to not be a sequel. It's supposed to be a spinoff taking place in the same universe. Very curious how they're going to do that. It's not directed by John Krasinski, who created it. It's. I was amazed that it's fascinating that that's the direction he went, because he's one. He's obviously 
probably most known for being Jim in The Office. Yeah. To see this being the direction he goes in, and for him to do it this well, mm -hmm. is amazing. Well, there's also another one, um... Nope. Well, is what it's called. It's called Nope. Uh, um, it's Jordan Peele's next movie. You know who Jordan Peele is? You ever heard of Key and Peele? Yes. He's Peele. Okay. In that. He's the shorter one. Okay. He, oh, he right. directed. We watched that. Uh, we were watching that He day. directed Get Out and oh. Us. Oh. So he, very similar to John Krasinski, is known for comedic roles. Oh, so this and is And then all of a sudden good. started directing horror movies. Well, a very good horror Very movies. good horror movies. Very similar to John Krasinski, but in a different way. Mm. Different kind of movie. But very horror, very horror thing. Also, another note on John Krasinski, he didn't go straight into directing horror. Because he went in, he was known for comedy, but then he became Jack Ryan on Amazon. And he's really good in that. Mm. Like, he's, the, he's their head guy. Like he's, they've done two seasons, and they're doing a third of him as Jack Ryan. And he got buff for it. Um, also, he's married to Mary Poppins, so good job. Um, Emily Blunt, for those of you who don't know. Um, but yeah, that looks really cool, too. Um... I'm going to narrow it back down to two more. Uh, there's like two, a couple more Marvel movies uh, that I don't want to really get into. The Marvels comes out in 2022. Aquaman comes out. Eternals. Uh, Eternals comes out. Is doing in our <laughs> okay. We're back. We're back. Um, let me just explain what kind of went down. Um, this kind has to do with movies. So, so if you're familiar with Cars, uh, which is it? Cars... You know, they which one you is drive it? them. No, uh, no, which cars. which which it's movie the first is he in? One. He's in the first one? Okay. Yeah. Chick Hicks is the villain. Uh the Kuchiga, that guy. <laughs> you can't say um that. what? You can't say that. Kuchiga? It's There's so nothing bad. wrong with that. It, it's very close. It is not anywhere near Maybe close not. to what you think. What? Howdy. Howdy. Give me another bowl. Give me another bowl. I'll explain. I'm explaining. Where's the, I don't know where they're right there. Okay, fine, explain. Um have a bowl. He, he wants another bowl. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, he's in this movie, and so there's like a meme going around. Like, what is What the heck is Chick Hicks doing here? It's like a meme that was popular last year. And so Isaac, in our section, started it. He got a toy Chick Hicks, and started hiding it around the section. It has now become a whole section event hmm. where all of our roommates, whoever finds it, then has to hide it somewhere. And when you find it, you have to yell out, what the heck is Chick Hicks doing here? And then, or where, you here replaced with wherever now, it was. I will say, I am very proud to say, I found Chick Hicks before I even knew it was a thing. It did. I found him in the lamp. You did. I knew it was a thing by that point. Because um, it had been in Skylar's shoe, it had been in other things. Um, but the thing that I did was I found it the other day, so I electrical taped it to the piping of the sink underneath uh, in the bathroom. So we're in here recording the podcast, and you just hear, I don't know if you could hear it in the mic or not, but Isaac goes, what the heck is Chick Hicks doing in my sink? <laughs> and so at that point, being the one who put it there, I was like, I have to see if he found it. And I look at him. What do you mean have to see if he found well, it? Well, it was taped on there, so I didn't know if he saw like he had it in his hand or not, which he didn't. He had to get down there and take the tape off. Yeah. Um, but anyway, back to my list. Um, <laughs> Aquaman, Avatar, Hocus Pocus 2, uh, a couple other ones. The one I want to talk about, the last one I kind of want to get into is the Flash movie with uh, Ezra Miller. Okay. It is currently scheduled for November 4th, 2022. It also has to do with a multiverse, but in the DC universe. Yeah. In this movie, they've already announced that Ben Affleck's Batman will be in it. 
They've also announced that Michael Keaton's Batman is returning. Mm-hmm. And then rumor has it that there's going to be two versions of The Flash. Hmm. And the plot will follow the Flashpoint storyline from the comics. I don't know if they're going to do it exactly, because the Flashpoint Paradox, if you, I don't know if you watch the show The Flash, they, uh, they kind of did a version of that. My brother and my dad were really into watching it. And then I was the first few hard. seasons. It's not good anymore, no. The first couple seasons were great. Well, the animation now is terrible, isn't it? Because they like, yeah. got rid of all the funding for their shows. Yeah. Um, well, CW's never been great. Um, but, yeah, that looks really awesome. Um, that's my list. There's other. There's probably going to be other movies that get announced before then. You didn't bring then. up the one <gasps> I thought you were going to. No, a uh, movie that comes out uh, October 1st, The Many Saints of Newark. Um, that is, I want to talk about that real quick. It still happens. That's like my main one. Um, cause I, when you think of television nowadays, what do you think is the most influential television show of the past, like, 25 years? 25? Uh... You probably actually haven't seen this show, so you might not I mean, say I'd it. i say stuff like Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad, uh... Okay, even before those. Uh... Those are popular because of this show. The Sopranos? I know you yes. the Sopranos a lot. It's The Sopranos. Because, you know, it's the first kind of show that makes us root for this anti-hero in this way. Like, it, Yeah. You know, there have been shows where we root for, like, not amazing people, but, like, literally in the first season, he kills somebody, like, in cold blood, and you're rooting for him. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not a good person. He's not even an anti-hero. He's a villain. Um, but it was James Gandolfini uh, played Tony Soprano, and he passed away a few years ago. Um, but his son, Michael Gandolfini, is playing him in this in this movie, The Many Saints of Newark, which is a Newark, which is a uh, prequel. And it takes place, like, a solid, like, 15, 20 years before the show takes... No, longer than that. It takes place in, like, the 70s. 60, or late 60s, early 70s. Like, he would have been a teenager. And it's got, like, characters from the show uh, and the younger selves. It also has characters that are mentioned in the show. Like, one character that is mentioned throughout the show is uh, Dickie Moltisanti, uh, whose son is, like, a major character in the show. It's, like, Tony's protege is Dickie's son. But Dickie was, like, his was Tony's best friend kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that looks awesome. That comes out October 1st on HBO Max and in theaters. I want to go to theaters to see it, but if I'm broke, I might watch it on HBO. Mm-hmm. Now, what is the movie that you are surprised I didn't mention? Dune. Okay. He told um, me, he's told me several times that he's excited for this. I am very excited for Dune. I'm surprised, I'm surprised you didn't even mention it. Like at least. I think it's just come down to the point now where like Dune comes out in like two weeks. And yeah. like I'm... So does Many Saints of Newark. I'm more excited for Many Saints of Newark than I am for Dune. I'm, I don't think I'll go see Dune in theaters. I'm not that... I that's one know. of the ones that I think I'll wait on. I feel bad because, like, it definitely is a movie designed for theaters. Mm-hmm. And the the director, Denis Villeneuve, or whatever, I can't pronounce his last name, his movies get the bad rap. because He makes amazing movies. He directed Blade Runner 2049. He directed um, a few other movies, too. I had a whole list before. Um, and... They all critically did very well, but did poor at the box office because either they were tied up with another movie. Uh, like he had a movie that came out that came out the same time as a very popular box office movie. He also had a movie that like he thought was gonna be really good, like Blade Runner twenty forty nine. He was like, "Oh, this is gonna be great. It's gonna be really good." Blade Runner is an amazing movie, but is a cult movie. So the only people who went to go see Blade Runner twenty forty nine are people who liked Blade Runner. Yeah. So that didn't do very well either. Um, what well, I heard Blade Runner was very good, and then Dune. Yeah, critically, it did very good. And then Dune was supposed to be his, like, okay, everyone's going to go see Dune. 
and the trailer looks good, and then the COVID twi- the COVID nineteen pandemic, and now it's going to be released same day on HBO Max, which makes me think that people are not going to go to the theaters to see it because they're going to watch it on HBO. No, I won't. I, I'll I'll wait to see reviews. If it's really really good, uh huh, maybe. I feel terrible saying it. I'm going to watch it on HBO Max. Okay. Because then I'll watch it HBO Max. It. Looks, I mean, we could watch it probably in the um, yeah. We'll watch it in the Upper Miller. Upper Miller. Our, our college has a little movie theater thing here that we can you can hook your laptop up to. So we might watch it there. I'm shocked we haven't used that yet. I'm. I want to use it sometime soon. Yeah. Um, I'm probably gonna use it next week for a wrestling show. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, it looks really good from reviews that I've heard. Is that it's real? It is good and it looks really good. However, it misses the mark and it's definitely a sequel setup. And so the la- it feels like it's building to something, and it never gets to it. Hmm. It feels like the whole movie feels like it's like this arc, and the movie just ends. Oh, instead of going, and then like collecting itself and then getting ready for a sequel, it stops here. Which, if it does well enough, it'll be okay. Um, but if it doesn't perform well, it might not get a sequel, which would be very disappointing. Which would be very disappointing because this movie sets up a sequel. So, I don't know. I did not mention it. Uh, all honesty, I did forget about that one. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's about it. That's it. How long did we talk for? Quite uh, a while, I want to say. Probably like an hour 20, hour 30. Yeah. We, we went on for a while for this one. We did. This one's um, going to be a good one. Uh, yeah. Hope you all enjoyed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If we missed any that you guys are excited about. Let us know. Let us know in the comments. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you, comments are below. Spotify. Spotify. Um, I'm pretty sure it's set up to where you can send us messages on Spotify. I'm not sure. And if not, just head over to our YouTube, uh, Dormality. You look or, up Dormality, um, you'll find it. Instagram. Or we're Instagram. On, we're on Instagram at the, the Dormality Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we post every time we upload. Also, sometimes we post uh, questions on there for possible future ones. Mm-hmm. Join us next week. We've already decided what we're doing next week. Uh-huh. Next week, we are going to take a look at the... Uh, at movies with a less than 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. We're each going to pick one, and we're going to duel it out, like, debate uh, till our heads fall off. Of, yeah. Like, what, does it deserve to be a 50% or not? Our goal is to find one that we don't believe deserves a 50%. Mm-hmm. Um, which is going to be difficult, because a lot of those movies are terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you for watching and listening. Yep. Um, and uh, we'll see you next week. See ya.